0: Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, every Wednesday livecast here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. But if you don't catch us live at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can always listen to us on your favorite podcast provider or check it out on YouTube. My name is Reese. I am your host, and of course this show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get all your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount, and also the FLGN, the Frontline Gaming Network, We have five different 40K-oriented podcasts to check out, and we will be adding more podcasts to the network in the near future. Um, So stay tuned for more information about that. That's going to be very exciting. And if you think that your podcast is up up to snuff and you'd be interested in joining the FLGN, even if you are not a 40K-related show, we are taking a look at more programs. The only things to keep in mind is that the FLGN is a family-friendly channel so keep any adult language to a minimum, and we avoid topics like, uh, you know, any of the hot-button to- topics, uh, politics, you know, drugs and alcohol, and sexual themes, things of that nature. So, if you're a family-friendly tabletop gaming-related podcast that's got a couple episodes under your belt, you've got a good audience, you have good production, and you are committed to doing it week in and week out, and not just two or three shows, hit us up. We are looking to expand the FLGN. Hey, everybody in the chat, thank you for joining me. You hope making these casts go nice and smooth. If you are listening or watching on YouTube and you're wondering how you can join the conversation, like I said, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can join the show in the chat and give me some feedback. Correct me when I inevitably make a mistake and basically make the show a lot more fun and interactive. So today is another solo cast brought to you by yours truly, Mr. Reese. And going forward, we're going to have a new format for the Signals from the Frontline program. It's going to be a solo cast. It's going to focus on reviewing what happened in the last week in the Warhammer hobby, uh, brought to you by myself. Frankie, who has uh, been with us for most of the show, um, is pivoting in the as the company has been growing. He's pivoting more into an operations role as the COO. It's kept him really busy, so we decided that um it was his time was better served focusing on that. So we're really happy that Frankie is taking on more responsibilities internally and um, freeing up some of his time. Hopefully you enjoy talking to me. So let's dive in, take a look at what happened in the last week in the Warhammer Hobby. And of course today is March third, twenty twenty-one. First up Kill Team Pariah was a big hit, sold out almost instantaneously. Uh, Not only is it an expansion for the Kill Team game, featuring some cool new Necron and Space Marine units, new rules for Kill Team and all kinds of fun stuff for that very popular, uh, I will call it smaller, 40k game. It's a skirmish scale game. Uh, But really, I think the key driver for what made it so popular was the fact that it came out with some new models for 40k as well that have very strong rules and that were also previously unavailable. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of heavy intercessors in Space Marine armies they are a really effective troop unit. They have an extra wound, a little slower, but a very powerful gun. So I think that um, you're going to be seeing a lot of those for everybody that was able to actually get one of these boxes. Of course, you can always go to, to eBay, and try and scoop one up. They are really expensive right now, but supply and demand, baby. That is the way the economy works. And then, of course, for Necron players, you also got a chance to get your hands on some Flayed Ones and the very, very popular Chronomancer, which is an HQ choice for Necrons uh, and also an absolutely beautiful model. We're hoping to get a restock this week. GW has been having trouble keeping up with demand, as we've seen for the past year, and hopefully they can get caught up. but. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, There's no point in getting upset about it because it's not something anybody has any control over at this point in time. It is annoying, though. Uh, Wolf Priest Carl, uh, Will Will Reese does sing sometimes. I do sing on the show sometimes. I'm a horrible singer, but I do it with a lot of joy and enthusiasm. So hopefully that makes up for my uh, lack of any sort of singing ability and my raspy voice. But um, I try to keep it to a minimum. Another exciting release, at least in my opinion, is the upcoming, or March's release, for the new season of Warhammer Underworlds. This is a Bone Splitters warband, featuring some really cool and characterful orc models. These would have been called Savage Orcs in the old days. And, man, these models are so cool and characterful. Uh, As I've mentioned on previous shows, I purchase almost every single one of these that comes out, because my second favorite game... Uh, or second favorite style of games besides miniatures war games are RPGs, and we've actually been playing quite a bit of like D and D style games in the last few years. So I picked these up just because I enjoy painting them. They're beautiful models. They're push fit, um, really really easy to get them ready to go on the tabletop, and they have a lot of character. So this um, this warband will be coming out this month. Looking forward to getting my hands on it, as I'm sure plenty of other people are as well. Phil Kelly wrote my belly in the chat, mentions Heavy Intercessors are currently selling for 45 pounds sterling plus on eBay, which equates to, uh, what is that, a little over 60 bucks, around 60 bucks in U.S. dollars. Yep, supply and demand, baby. That is the way it goes. And I'm sure the price will go down as the supply increases. But for now, yeah, that is the way it is. Uh, Gorka Marcos says that he's going to plan on using these new models Snake snakebite orcs for 40k 100 percent could totally see that i love all of them the wolverine um, style orc fred flintstone orc with the double-handed axe the shaman with the cool mask absolutely love it they're all great uh, i can't wait to get my hands on them if you're a comic book lover like i am i've been excited to get my hands on the new warhammer 40k comic book this one is produced by marvel which I don't think that requires any explanation, and this one is a uh short story art that's featured uh, features Marius Kalgar from what I've seen so far, the art is spectacular I uh, can't wait to get my hands on it. I've read a lot of the other forty k comics that have come out from other pub- publishers, like boom um some of the other- uh, co- smaller comic publishers and they've been you know in my opinion from okay to bad um the arts usually mediocre to to good. The stories are usually poor. Um, And to me, it makes so much sense to try and utilize comic books as a way to introduce players to the 40K lore, which, in my opinion, is the best part of the 40K universe, in addition to the amazing models and obviously the fun game. But this is a really good way to reach new potential players of the game, to grow the marketplace, to grow the customer base. And... Uh, You know, as a long time, essentially lifelong comic book reader, I can say Marvel comics don't always have the best stories. uh, But, uh, and I don't know who the writer is on this, but the art is always just top notch. So I'm definitely going to pick these up. Excited to give it a shot. Um, I wish it wasn't Ultramarines. Personally, I understand why they went that route. They're the poster boys of the 40K universe. I personally would have much rather seen a story featuring Imperial Guardsmen and then have the Space Marines come in. They could come in and, and you know be shock and awe and, and scary and intimidating everything they are in the lore. And it's easier to relate as a reader to an Imperial Guardsman because we're all human. Um but I do I get it. I understand why they would go do ultramarines. Hopefully if this is a, su- a success, uh success, they will get some stories featuring Eldar and Orcs and you know, some really fun stuff. So We'll see how it goes. Uh, other thing that is a little unfortunate about this is that it is only available direct from GW. Is what it is. I'm still going to be picking them up because I love reading comic books. It's one of my other hobbies. Brian Fnord says he liked the Titan comics with Archangels. Uh, yeah, that I can't remember what that comic series was called, but it was really high quality. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit as well. Pay says, well, most of us are humans. Well, I agree with that. Uh, Gorka Marcos says, Imperial Guardsmen fighting orcs would be sweet. Yeah, I think that would be more fun, right? Like, if you did the the Battle for Armageddon, I think it would be, like, a perfect comic book. It's a, it's a complete story. You have different regiments of Imperial Guardsmen so that you could explore that part of the universe. Um, you've got uh, Commissar Yarek. You've got the Black Templars coming in. um, there's, you know, orcs, demons come into it at some point. It's really, really, really fun. It's a cool story. You get kind of a wide swath of the 40K universe. Um, I mean, it's it doesn't have Primaris Marines, which I think is probably part of the the idea here with the choice. So, you know, we'll see. I'm hoping it's good because I want to get more 40K comics and uh, definitely going to support it myself. Speaking of which, as a quick aside, uh... We posted one of the coolest fan short videos, 40K um, fan shorts, that I've seen, created by a, a Korean artist. And it's over on frontlinegaming.org if you want to check it out. It's not, you know, Astarte's quality animation, but the story, even though there's no dialogue, the story, much like Astarte's, there's no dialogue. Um, it's very good. And it's a good, it's a solid, like six, seven minutes long. Super duper recommended. It's called Death Corps of Krieg, and it does a really good job of capturing the feeling of 40k. I really recommend checking it out, and hopefully that artist puts out some more work because that fan short, so good, so good. When the Death Corps of Krieg do a charge on horseback, I'm not gonna lie, I got my heart beating really, really good. Uh, Jan Tholen in the chat said it was uh, created by Sodas. And yeah, it's an epic six, and a half, six minutes and three seconds. Totally recommend giving it a shot. Claus D uh, comes in with a hot take. He says, you know that the comics have been available from the comic store bookstore since last year. I didn't know that. And as we say here, in my face. So apparently you could get that Marnius Calgar uh, comic. So thank you for letting uh, us know, Claus. Appreciate it. We have a very cool promo. We only do this a, a very few times per year. We're doing a spring cleaning sale in the Frontline Gaming second-hand store. That is our eBay store. If you want to jump in there, take advantage of what are already really good deals. So the second-hand store is full of, uh, you know, second-hand used, gently used as some of the sales uh, verbiage goes. Models, you can find models that are essentially new in box. Um they're not usually in the box, but it's a full sprue. Some of the models are assembled, some are assembled and primed, some are fully painted, some are fully painted well, some of them not as well. But you know, that's the way it goes. They're already extremely good deals. And because we built up a pretty sound inventory, we decided to clean out some of these items. So you can go in there and get some of the secondhand items at a discount, and they're already at a really good price. Check that out. Um, you can find the link in the show notes. Or head on over to our eBay store or head on over to FrontlineGaming.org and you can navigate to it from there. And remember, if you have a pile of shame that's taking up some space in your hobby room, in your closet, under your bed, in your kid's uh, crib, I don't know where you keep the stuff, filling up your garage, and you know it's sitting there, it's all gray and you're not going to use it, you might as well send it in to us, turn it into cash or a larger amount of store credit. The store credit you can use in a web cart to buy new stuff, or you can use it as a credit in the uh, Frontline Gaming Paint Studio to get a new project painted, because let's face it, if you haven't painted all that stuff sitting there, you're probably not going to. Or maybe you just need some cash. So if you want to trade in your old stuff, you can go ahead and send it on in and get some new stuff uh, with the Frontline Gaming Secondhand Shop. Wolf Priest Carl says, it's time to get more, baby. Uh, and that's how he got his Eldar army. Well, thank you for your business. I appreciate it. Uh, Jan Tholen says, who needs unicorns when you get horses and gas masks? And that is, of course, in reference to the Death Corps of Krieg. Death Riders, such a cool aesthetic um, for that range. Hopefully we see more of them. Hopefully we see them in plastic. That'd be very cool. Uh, Jimmy Kloss writes in from Sweden, says, just kind of asking how things are going um yeah things are going pretty well here you know obviously covid is what it is um cases have been going down pretty dramatically since the holidays so america is starting to open up a little bit i know everybody has different feelings about that so i won't comment to that effect but um i will say it is nice to be able to have a little bit more freedom to move around but uh, you know life life is pretty good here for frontline gaming thanks for asking you know, as a manufacturer, we didn't have to close up uh, business. We had to close our retail store uh, during the lockdown. But the manufacturing portion of our business, which is really what keeps the lights on, um, that's been going strong. So, yeah, things are pretty good here. A little bored of coming to work and going home and coming to work and going home. <laughs> ready for, uh, ready, hopefully soon to be able to get out into the world again. But um thank you for asking. Yeah, things are are or as good as they can be for the current circumstance. Yeah, I hope we see new rules for Death Corps of Krieg as well, Jan. Um, They're easily one of the coolest, aesthetically coolest regiments in the 40K universe for Astra Militarum. And of course, in recent years, they've become super popular online in meme culture. Um, Everyone has seen the Death Corps of Krieg memes. They're they're very dark, but they're very funny. And I love it. And the the fan short I was talking about really shows how badass they actually are, which I thought was super cool. We have another promo um, starting today, Wednesday, the 3rd of March. This one is 20% off the very popular City FLG mat. Uh, If this is a mat you don't have, it's a very versatile mat. It works really well with a wide range of terrain, including ITC terrain and Games Workshop terrain has a mixture of natural and urban um, terrain uh, elements to it. Super popular mat. If you want to take advantage of getting it, now is a great time to do so as you save 20%. And it is available in a wide variety of sizes for all different kinds of tabletop games. This is also the last week of the promo we're running for our new FLG mat. This one is called Alien Marsh. It's a very cool, unique setting. Um, It would bring a lot of uh, character and life to games that are set in a fantasy or science fiction universe. You could probably use it for games like Bolt Action 2 without any issues. But check it out. That one is 22% off. If you want to spice up your gaming table, consider picking one up. Uh, The uh, Alienator asks, just joined, maybe missed it. Any updates with GW products, uh, stock, and such things? so yeah a games workshop is having some serious issues meeting demand um beyond just the fact that people have been buying more gw stuff than ever before in the history of of the hobby which is which is good um there's also a global shipping um uh, i don't want to say a crisis but there's there's issues with international shipping for all products Um, there's a finite number of shipping containers in the world, believe it or not. And because of delays at port, COVID restrictions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, it's been difficult for people to move products around the world for all industries, not just for uh, 40K uh, and Age of Sigmar. So it's not entirely, it's absolutely not Games Workshop's fault. You have a big increase in demand and then you have a reduction in the ability to meet that demand. What are you going to do? And then on top of it, in the United States of America, we had crazy storms last month. Uh, a lot of you probably saw it in the news. And that delayed shipping. So uh, GW North America is, um, is behind on shipping because their uh, distribution centers were snowed in. So it's, it is what it is. You know, We just have to be patient. I know it can be difficult. But you know, what are you going to do? So, la, or I'm sorry, two weekends ago. I'm a little late on this one, but it's uh, exciting. I am very, very excited about some of these new products coming out. GW did a big preview, showing off a ton of new Age of Sigmar universe models. The most exciting of which, I think, not only in my but in most people's opinion, is the absolutely astounding-looking Warhammer Quest Cursed City expansion. This is a. Du- uh, it looks like a Dungeon Diver style uh, hero quest in the vein of hero quest game features eight uh, age of sigmar themed heroes age of sigmar slash old world um, style heroes the models are simply brilliant and the setting of the game is that they're going into a cursed city the city is mostly undead there's these badass vampires and skeletons and ghouls and all kinds zombies all kinds of fun stuff I can't wait to get my hands on this product. I hope GW made a mountain of these because it's going to absolutely sell out. Um, Can't wait to get my hands on it. You can go check out all those models. I'm sure most of you have seen them by now. But really exciting stuff. I can't wait to see or to get my hands on this game. I love, love the models. And this previous Sunday, Games Workshop uh, released another preview of one of the most characterful models I think they've ever put out. His name's um oh his name's escaping me. It's like Kitsa the Rat King. He's a fabulous stylish uh vampire slash rat man. Uh it sounds weird, you have to see the image to really get an appreciation for it. But it reminds me of um the movie Blue Steel, what is that? Oh gosh, it's escaping me. Someone in chat will remind me. But uh, Will Ferrell's character from the movie of which the name is Escaping Me, uh, (laughs) if he was a vampire that had an association with rats, I think that's a very close association um, to it. It's a brilliant model. Can't wait to pin it up. Zoolander, thank you, Jamie B80 in the chat. I was like, this is the Zoolander vampire. He's like, rats are so, so this season. (laughs) That's great. We also got to see some amazing, amazing new uh, Lumineth uh, Realm Lord models. These are what used to be High Elves in the Old World. And the models are astounding. Like, this whole range is just brilliant. I know some people take umbrage with some of the models, like the Mountain King, the giant uh, cow mountain giant with the hammer. I think it's the one of the most imaginative amazing cool models i've ever seen when i first looked at the mountain king i immediately got taken back to being a kid watching um the never-ending story i was like that dude should have been in the ne- never-ending story <laughs> like that was what it made me think of i, lo- I love the extremely imaginative models uh um, here we see i can't remember what these guys are called they're like sword masters they i think that they were what used to be the sword masters of hoth badass models my only complaint with the Lumina Throne Lords is that a lot of their helmets are ridiculous, but they look within the context of the you know the symmetry of the model they look cool. but then when you look at the helmet by itself, you're like that is really dumb other than that i'm a huge fan of these models um i didn't uh, put all of them in the notes because we've most of us have already seen them, uh, but I did want to touch on this Lord on uh battle Horse Cow Cat. I don't know what it is, but I love it. Uh, brilliant, brilliant model. Just absolutely fantastic. Love it. Can't wait to get uh, get some of these models myself. It's Charlie Kelly in vampire form, <laughs> it says Razzianti. I like it. And Marcos Castellanos says, I always watched uh, The NeverEnding Story when I was staying home sick from school. Yeah, my... Uh, the never, it's funny because I don't think the Neverending story is a movie that kids that they would make for kids today. Cause obviously as an adult, it's not, but as a kid, the, that movie is like scarring, man. When, uh, when, uh, Atreyu's horse, uh, Artax dies in the bog of, uh, endless sorrow. And then the wolf, the werewolf monster is scared the crap out of me as a kid, but like, it stays with you. Like you remember it. And, um, brilliant movie and i remember the first my first birthday that i got i was old enough to be able to pick what i wanted to do um my i took all my buddies and we went to we went to like scandia which is like a Chuck E. cheese kind of a place and then we all went and watched never ending story 2 in theaters that was also my first experience in my young life of being disappointed when a movie comes out and you were thinking it's going to be as good as the first one and it's not yeah you just, as a kid, you just assume it's going to be just as magical as the first one, and then you're like, "That wasn't bad, but it wasn't nearly as good." So, uh, in other news, and take this as a take this as a, a lesson to all of us: um, it's never worthwhile to cheat in a game, a gentleman's game, which is what tabletop miniatures games are. This is um, a sad story. But the W C the WTC organization that they put on, the WTC, which used to be the ETC uh, 40K Team Championship, a uh, World Championship, excuse me, uh, had a tabletop simulator uh, event called Greek Hammer, and a, a player went in and modified the code for the dice rolling to, to cheat, to, I would assume, make his dice roll better, and got caught, got warned, and then did it again, and he got a lifetime ban, so... We don't like to dwell on the negative here on um, signals from the front line, but, and that's why we're not going to shame anybody. We're not going to use their name or anything like that. Use this as a, a lesson to you. Um, this is a game that involves honor and sportsmanship, and it's easy to get caught up in the heat of the moment when you're really playing uh, to win and, you're, and you're, you're, you're coming in with that mindset, which there's nothing wrong with that. But just like we learned in the super awesome uh, Cobra Kai series, if you get if you want to win, which is the point of a competition, you got to do it the right way. So use this as a lesson. Don't cheat. Eventually, you will get caught. It's like drinking and driving. Eventually, you'll get caught, and the repercussions are not pretty. This person got a lifetime ban from that organization. It's not worth it. I mean, ask yourself the risk reward ratio. The risk is through the roof. The reward is very low. So, um, hopefully, we can all take a lesson from this. It's okay to lose a game. There's no nothing wrong with that, right? Winning the wrong way is not it's not winning at all. All right, let's take a look at the ITC current standings as we still kind of linger in the play gears. Tomodachi expresses why is he getting lectured. I hope that didn't come across as a lecture. Um, that's uh, that wasn't my point. I know you're joking, but uh, I hope nobody listening or watching took that uh, that way. I'm not trying to get on my soapbox. I am not perfect. I make bad decisions all the time. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's worth pointing out that these kind of things are just not, they're not worth it. It's not worth it to try and do it this way. Right? Just go in, do your best, lose with honor and win with humility. You know, that's the whole point of what we're doing. That's why we're here. So let's take a look at the rankings. Of course, you know, we're still in uh, in enduring the plague times. Thankfully things are getting better and I, I'm very um I'm very optimistic that we're gonna hopefully get back to normal here soon. I always try to see the glass half full. Um, you know, not everybody um uh, is that way or, or or you know, which is fine. Uh but I, I try to always remain optimistic and um hoping that we can return to normality relatively quickly. And of course, you know, we review the, the rankings in the ITC, but just remember, ITC points are awesome and they're fun and they energize you and it's they're great. Definitely not worth risking your health or that of somebody else. So just be mindful, you know. Um, if you're running an event, follow the rules. If you're going to an event, follow the rules and uh, and put yours and other people's safety first. All right. I guess it's just my my, my morality uh, pod, uh stream today. <laughs> I, hope, I hope nobody is annoyed by it. Uh, Wolf Priest Carl says he was hoping I would give my what is best in life Conan speech. Yeah. Uh, No, maybe not. Maybe we'll save that for next time. <laughs> Never mind. Jambo says the most fun thing to do is to go all out with your own skill. And if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. It is possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. That is not weakness. That is life. Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Excellent. But then if you're Captain Kirk and you're taking the super test to Oba Maru, if I remember correctly, he he did cheat. (laughs) I think the context there is a little bit different. But um, yes, I agree with you. Never mind, Jamba. All right. 40K ITC current top five competitive track. Uh, And then a lot of these people are not in the United States because in a lot of other countries... Life is uh, much more back to normal than it is here. David Ozawa in first place currently, followed by Nathan Fennell. Um, oh boy. Hayorpor Stephenson, I'm sure I got that wrong, and I apologize, is in third. Ryan Snyder in fourth. Joshua Reisner in fifth. Current hobby track top five. We have Nick Hendricks in first place, followed by Rick Hill. Sean Jackson in third. Sean Nasto in fourth, who's usually joining us in this uh, chat. Oh, did I say it correctly? It's Hyder in the chat was joining us. Uh, so I'm sorry if I butchered your name. I, try, I tried my best. The Kobayashi Maru, Marcos Castellanos, corrects me on my Trekkie knowledge. Thank you for that. Um, Sean Nesso and then Archon Dahl in fifth. Uh, current Age of Sigmar, top five competitive track. We have Anthony Trentinelli in first, Sam Valdez in second, Nate Trentinelli in third. I wonder if they're brothers. I imagine they must be. Pablo Abarca in fourth, and Lincoln Tidewell in fifth. Current Kill Team, top five, Alvaro Lorenzo in first, Adon Gunak in second, Ace KT in third, Saul Perez Nunez in fourth, and Pedro Lopez in fifth. Christian in the chat is laughing. <laughs> I did my best, man. <laughs> the Falcon joins us and then throws me a zinger. He says this show still exists. Um, thank you for that, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, let's take a look at some of the very beautiful commissions recently completed by the FLG Paint Studio. Uh, this is a very, very cool Death Guard army. If you notice down here in the corner, some of these uh, terminators are missing their arms. That's because they're magnetized, and when they took the picture, they forgot to snap those back on. Eh, we make mistakes sometimes. But the army came out gorgeously. The client is extremely happy. <laughs> thank you, Peter. Uh, thank you, Peter, for that. Got to keep me, got to keep me down a notch. I like, I like your management style. And then, by the way, you guys need to put out another 40k stats in here sometime. You guys can cover the Icelandic scene, who have been dominating. Um, and uh, that'd be a fun one. Enjoy trying to say the names, because I am terrible at it. Uh, here we have some Zingers. Very well painted. Uh, uh, part of a huge Tyranid commission that we did. Absolutely gorgeous army. Really cool. The orange and blue. Unique, very striking color scheme. This is the Mind Stealers Steelers for ranks, One of my favorite War crime models. i definitely going to have to get one of these myself. I just... It's one of the most characterful models I've seen in quite some time. And then we have a Tabletop Standard, which is a a simpler paint standard. Obviously these came out really well and these nights here are fully magnetized. Pretty cool. And as always, if you would like to get some of your models painted, sitting around gathering dust, the FLG Paint Studio is always taking new commissions. You're supporting um, artists here in the States that do a really good job. And if you are somebody that's interested in painting for us, head on over to the FLGPaintStudio.com. Check it out. You can do it part-time or if you're in Vegas or willing to come to Vegas. We also have um, artists that work here on site and it's a really, really good job. Thank you for joining me and don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the FLGN. The latest and greatest from the Kiwi wonderkind Steve Joel who has the best voice for podcasting and he recently interviewed Neil Kerr who is famously of the WTC squad. Cool dude. Uh, check that one out. He also interviewed Rick Priestley recently. And of course, give a listen to the Chapter Tactics podcast featuring the Rhino and Art of War and Art of War Down Under for some hardcore tactics, codex, reviews, good stuff. Alright, if everybody has any questions for me in the chat, let her rip. The head on a keeper body is amazing says Jan Tholin. I think you're talking about this for ranks. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Jondrell in the, uh, Chad says this is the first time you've seen me clean shaven and I'm losing my mind. Yeah. You know, I definitely, like a lot of people during COVID kind of let it go. I put on the COVID-19. I got pretty, I got pretty chubby <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, but, um, I've been really taking my health super seriously lately and, uh, I've lost over 20 pounds, a couple pounds. I'm sure it was my ridiculous mustache, but, uh, yeah, thanks. Um, turned 40 this or last month and that sucks but i'm still alive and uh, at that point in life you really really need to start taking your health seriously um you should be taking your health seriously at every point in your life but like i've uh, mentioned before anybody who's interested in uh, joining a facebook group that's really supportive the uh, fit 40k group is really really good 40k fit thank you marcus i said it incorrectly um it's a really supportive, cool group. Keeps it helps to keep yourself accountable, and um, it's fun. You know when someone loses some weight or hits a new uh, rep. You know uh, runs a new PR for a five k or adds another ten pounds to their bench. Everybody's really supportive. Uh, I I totally recommend joining the group if you're looking for a little bit of uh, motivation. And uh, never mind, Jamba said his wife misses the stash. You know, it was fun for a while, but uh, it was a bit preposterous. I should have shaved it before my sister's wedding, but now I'm immortalized in all those pictures with that ridiculous mustache. And then, of course, also if you want to join another awesome positive group on Facebook, the Frontline Gaming Community Group is a really cool place. You can show off what you're working on on your hobby bench. uh, Get, all, of course, information about what's going on with FLG events, all that kind of fun stuff. Really cool group. Definitely recommend joining it if you want to stay dialed in to what's going on on Frontline Gaming. And then lastly, um, we are moving ahead with the Atlantic City Open. That event we're really excited about is in an absolutely beautiful venue, uh, obviously in Atlantic City, which is on the East Coast. It's really essentially located on the eastern seaboard, striving distance from all the major eastern cities. And it's also only a four-hour flight, roughly, from London. So beautiful beautiful venue right on the water it's in june and that's a obviously it's a great time for a summer beach vacation you can take your whole family Um, we're not sure if the event's going to happen or not obviously due to covid Um, and obviously we're going to be extremely uh, conscientious and mindful about making it a safe event Uh, there are going to be temperature checks masks are mandatory massive more than six foot spacing sadly we're not going to be able to let anybody eat. In the venue, and that's we're doing that to avoid people congregating. So, if you want to eat, you do have to go out. Uh, but again, we're we're trying to put the health and safety of our attendees first and foremost. Um, so, and the, the event's obviously going to be a lot smaller than it would normally be as well because of because of these um, these restrictions. And uh, really excited. Hopefully, we can safely have the event. And um, this this event has the potential to be almost as big as the LVO. Plus, with its location to all these major metropolitan areas, I think it, it's uh, highly likely to be so. Plus, the venue's stunning. So we're, we're hoping uh, we're working very closely with local health and safety uh, health and safety um, policymakers to make sure that we're understanding exactly uh, what they expect and um, um, talking to the um, organizers of the venue. And right now, we're green to go. It's going to be much smaller than normal, but. It's better to do something than nothing, um, as long as you can do it safely. And so we're hoping to have those tickets go for sale at the end of March. Um, but we'll see, you know, COVID is, is COVID. And, uh, you know, being safe is more important than having a 40K tournament. So, but we, we feel good right now. Like the, the, the health and safety guidelines, we've been in communication with them. They've been assuring us that our plan is well is goes above and beyond what they require for gatherings. So we'll see. Um, fingers crossed there. KR Quinn, um, are we planning a new hobby box anytime soon? Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, we've just been super duper busy, and we are going to do another hobby box pretty soon. Our plan, our tentative plan, is to do one per quarter, and um, we'll see how that goes. But putting them together is actually a ton of work. It took months to get the first one. Obviously, the first time is the hardest. After that, it gets real, it's, it's easier with repetitions. But, um, we will be doing one of those soon uh Rich Mahoney will answer this question um as the last question, and it's a good question too. I'm glad you asked um are have uh, how soon till all the l v o ticket requests are done? We've gone through all of them rich we actually we actually processed all the l v o ticket refunds uh people that pushed it forward to the next year or turned it into store credit. We handled all that. We got done with that over a month ago. So if you are waiting to hear back, or for some reason you didn't you didn't have communication, um, please email Frankie at FrontlineGaming.org. Let him know what's going on, and we'll make sure to get you taken care of asap. Because we had that all taken care of quite a while ago. So uh, and, and that goes for anybody that's listening to this as well. If you were still waiting for your LVO ticket to be processed, thank you for your patience. We had to spread it out. Um, we couldn't do them all at once. It just It would have totally foobard our cash flow um, situation for the business. Uh, but don't, yeah, re- please reach out and we'll take care of you right away. And KR Quinn, I'm glad you liked the first Hobby Box. It was a lot of fun to put it together. And um, we'll definitely, they're, they're going to get bigger and better as we go. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed episode 725 of Signals from the Frontline. Again, going forward, it will be a solo show featuring yours truly. However, It will be a lot fancier than it is right now. Um, Thank you for joining me. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you all again next Wednesday.